Mayfield to throw. And intercepted. Richie Grant with the takeaway for the Falcons. It's been all about defense today. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Oh, man, from the uh, from the producers that brought you Josh Allen making horrendous decisions on a Sunday, here's Baker Mayfield uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home against the Falcons. I am, we'll talk Falcons in a little bit, I am, I'm so mad that Tampa, lo- there's no team that deserves to lose more than Arthur Smith and the Atlanta Falcons. And we got Falcons fans that listen. I'm sure you're great fans and good people. God bless you. I despise your head coach with every fiber of my being for the crap that he pulled on Sunday with B. John Robinson. We will get to that in a little bit here. But just to wrap up our discussion here on the Bills and Bucks, and then we'll move to Sunday slate and, you know, more coming up over the course of the show. Drew Dinsick joins us at 5.20 p.m. Eastern, and we'll be on with our friends at Stadium starting at 4 o'clock Eastern time in about 20 minutes. Just like, I I guess I kind of understand why someone could be interested in Tampa, and I guess it could better best be described, Ken, or better be described as it's less interest in Tampa and more maybe wanting to play against Buffalo to cover as a big favor would be my guess. I don't know, like, like on-field... Unless it's just like, hey, I think Josh Allen's just going to keep turning the football over no matter who he plays against. I don't know how you kind of get there with seven being the number here. I don't know how the Bucks are going to score. Like, I, I actually don't know how it's going to happen. Like, okay, you could maybe say, well, Baker's going to get the ball out quick. Okay, like, we, 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 we've seen Baker kind of do this a million times. We kind of know how this can't is going to Can't run the ball at all. Can't run the can't, – and like, and, like, that was the Patriots' whole game plan. Mac ball out of his hands quickly, run it straight at the like the interior of the Bills defensive line who didn't have Ed Oliver. Now we'll see about his status coming up for Thursday. They can't run it. Their running backs are like actually hashtag bad. Like Rashad White's bad. Keyshawn Vaughn's bad. Sean Tucker doesn't play. Chase Edmonds is on IR. I'm being dead serious. They need to bring back Leonard Fournette. Like this, this can't be. Like it can't be with this run game right now. I don't know how they're scoring. And 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 you know, maybe this is just me as a fantasy football player because I got Josh Allen in some leagues. Like, even when he's bad, he still puts up stats and they still score. And like he and he still has numbers at the end of the game. I just, I don't know. I could never, ever bet Tampa. So I'm with you, man. Bills lay the seven. And if, like, we're at seven and a half, eight, whatever, I think you tease Buffalo down. And, you know, famous last words I said uh, yesterday. Uh, you click the button. It's as good as you could possibly feel without being guaranteed a win. And I lost yesterday with the Bills teaser leg in New England. I will feel just as confident if I click that button this weekend at home against Tampa on a short week. Oh, I like it way more in this game than I did against New England. I definitely like it way more. I actually, I actually love that you get to tease them off a loss, uh, like a bad loss, not like Jacksonville or whatever that was, um, or the you know the Giants close win. Yeah, just. It just seems like such a great situation where they're they're very likely to win the game. And just to draw a Tampa comparison, and the fun thing is we're going to be able to start to do this more a little bit. Now, it, it, will, it won't always be perfect, but, you know, like, <laughs> I love how I'm going to tout, like, the one win that I had yesterday. But just one of the reasons I really like the Eagles, and it doesn't, it's not, the, the Dolphins could have won. Like, they get the pick six. What if Waddle doesn't get hurt for part of the game? What if their defensive players don't run into each other? Like, there were plenty of ways it could have played out where Miami won. But just the reason why I liked Philadelphia was just that, like, if you cross-section Miami's opponents into two categories and you look at performance against good teams, one, and performance against bad teams, like, seven, you'd be like, all right, like, I, I have some questions about how they're going to hold up until they get everybody back at the end of the year and then they'll be, like, a really, really good team. And if you take Tampa's schedule and you do the same thing, 
Like they play two really good teams and they play two non-competitive games against those two teams. They played Philadelphia, they played Detroit. They did not score almost at all in either game. They scored 11 points against Philly and six points at home against the Lions two weeks ago. And that was a hurt Lions team. And like maybe their path to covering is the Bills offense just can't get it together. And I know they want to try to do that. You said like, you know, that quote or paraphrase what McDermott said, whatever. Maybe they just can't do it. And the Tampa can like keep the game close in a very under game, you know, lose like basically like how the Bills beat the Giants, actually, like a really similar game to that. Except that like the Giants are really well coached and Todd Bowles is the coach of the other team and it's a short week. So I just don't have a lot of confidence that that's going to happen. Um, I do like the Bills a lot in the game. Doesn't mean they have to cover it. Just like I like that the market is now like giving me like a key number with a team that I kind of liked in the game anyway, as a result of the fact they haven't played very well. Uh, and like, and I like, again, the quotes coming out of Buffalo, like understanding the problem and that they have to fix it and like really focusing on like starting slowly and maybe it doesn't work out, but I kind of like that. You like to hear that, right? And then in Tampa, it's like Bulls is like, yeah, everything's cool. No changes to be made. And then and when you have players in the locker room openly questioning like the offensive game plan and like the red zone offense, and it's not just like like some like some new players like new to Tampa saying it. Chris Godwin was on the Super Bowl team like predates all of this. It was there when Jameis was the quarterback, and he's calling all this stuff out. I I I don't think we're there yet. We might be close to hashtag bad brew status in Tampa. Oh, no, no double think, B. I don't think we're there yet. Well, it'll be triple B. It'll be bad brew bowls. That'll be what it is. The bowls well, bad, bad brew, brew bowls because because of the Buffalo Bills. So it's like six. Oh, so, that's yeah. what's that? Like yeah. nine words to start with B. Um, just a, yeah. an update to the uh, the Bayard story that we talked about in the last segment. Um, NFL insiders are starting to like read between the lines, and other people are speculating as well that this is not going to be the end of Tennessee's trading. The deadline is eight days from today on Halloween, and I would expect that the trade market will start to pick up, obviously, in a big way. Deadline spur action. Trade deadline coming up next Tuesday on Halloween. You better you bet with Nick and Ken there, here on a Magnif... Go ahead. I was just going to say, if you want to finish the reset, I was just going to say, are there Titans, like, season-long? There are. Like, their, their win total is still seven and a half in the market. Like, hearing that, does that make you think that this is, like, a bottom-out? Not bottom-out like they're going to win no games, but just they're gonna like hinder their own ability to be competitive for future years like does that does that make you want to bet an under on them like you kind of know more about where this is gonna go i feel like than i do i want to i want to reach out to some people during the break and see what they say because my sense is is that like they're like they might trade derrick henry but then like tyje spears like might be like, like a, a little great. bit worse yeah so, <laughs> so i they, don't know they have the their pick right do they have their pick definitely yeah so it's so it's like it's in their best interest to try to be bad. Like if they really think and, you know, like Jacksonville won again Thursday, like it's just you're like you're not going to win the division. Like it's just not going to happen. Wild card is remote possibility. But yet, to your point, like it's going to be really tough. Um, so like, isn't it in their best interest to like kind of trade some assets here and try to, you know, Tyler Reds in our chat, like because of their record, they'd have the 10th pick right now. Well, let's let's try to improve on that a little bit. Um, that's kind of an interesting thought. Like, you know, Bayard isn't something where like, well, I'm going to go bet the Titans win total under. And somebody's like, why? Because like, they traded Kevin Bayard. It's like, well, that doesn't have to be it. But just where are we going here? You know, like, is this I almost feel like if this gets enough smoke that they might trade multiple pieces, is this a situation where like maybe like books should think about pulling this and they're not going to, and then things get really interesting. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna send a couple texts right now. But what would you say? Uh, what would Will Afford say about the Titans' potential uh, signal that they're giving oh. out about what they want to do the rest of the year? Yeah, they want to be bad. <laughs>
to make bad make feel bad so feel good. So good. <laughs> All right. They got All traits right, well, on their mind. I think I've referenced this before. When I was like 18 years old, that music video helped shepherd me through some lonely nights, man. Will afford I want to yeah. be bad. All right. Willa, right, Willa, Willa, what you want, what you want. All right. Yeah, to trade. Yeah. <laughs> That's like every impression Rable, I Rable, do. Rable, Rable, what you want. <laughs> Every single impression I do like morphs into Eddie Vedder in some way. What you want? All right. <laughs> All right. That's uh that's uh the Bills and Bucks on Thursday. Oh yeah, we like Buffalo. All right, Sunday slow down. It's weird. <laughs> we didn't do one game every forty minutes. Is that what we're gonna do yeah, right well, now? Right well, listen, well, you know what? Hey, Odyssey, shorten the show to three hours, then we can have we can we can we can really yeah, speed through things. It. Um it's really weird to see these two teams playing and the games at one o'clock. I like did a double take. I was like, really? This game's at one? How is this not like a four o'clock game? Anyway, uh, it's a one o'clock game. It's an early game. And it's the Dallas Cowboys hosting the Los Angeles Rams. Now, Dallas is coming off its bye, obviously having uh, last played last Monday night against the Chargers. And they will host a Rams team coming off just like I mean, I don't even know how to describe some of these things that we see in the NFL. Like, a loss to the Steelers where, like, Brett Maher has the yips. and Like, they need to cut him today. Like, they go into this game with Maher as the kicker, and I won't bet on them. Because he's going to miss every kick that he attempts. We saw this happen last year with Dallas. And then you had maybe, and, like, we've been doing this show for so long now for so many football seasons. Like, how many times can we, like, collectively, like, blow our tops at the officiating and how bad it is? Like, everything that's been said, as that needs to be said, has been said already. Every year is, like, the worst year for NFL officials. It's just a new year, same crap. One of the worst spots we've ever seen. Also, thanks, because we bet the Steelers. But, I mean, Pickett's not even close to getting a first down there. And the Rams don't get an opportunity to drive down and tie the game. And they lose 24-17. Uh, setting up a game on Sunday, Ken, in Dallas, where the Cowboys are six-and-a-half-point home favorites against the Rams. And the total is 45-and-a-half. Um, very interesting point spread here. That was five-and-a-half earlier today. So, uh, someone like Dallas apparently quite a bit. Um, pen, pencil, blood, or blank. Cowboys and the Rams with Dallas favored by more than six. Yeah, this is an interesting one, right? Because we, you take a look at Dallas' season, and it's so polarized. You know, there's so many. It's almost sort of like the Dolphins uh, last week when we were talking about the Eagles game, where okay, like maybe they're really good, but man, there's like a lot of games that are just like walkover, bottom of the league, bad offensive line games. You just, you know, you're gonna get ten sacks. Quarterback can't do anything. It's like a broken game, and then obviously you have kind of more test games for Dallas, where you know they play the they play the Chargers, who can hold up a little bit, and that becomes like a, a nip and tuck, close one possession game, and you're almost asking yourself like, is that and the, the Niners game, obviously, and the Niners throttle Dallas. But, like, where are the Rams on this spectrum, right? Are they closer to a team that can get bullied? Like, are they going to be able to run the ball in this game? Is their offensive line going to be able to hold up when Stafford drops back? Like, I don't know. But they're definitely not like the Patriots when they played the Patriots, when Dallas played the Patriots. They're definitely not the Jets when Dallas played the Jets. So numbers moving in a really interesting way where I, I thought I would have no bet here. And I would just be like, eh, maybe the Rams are a little live, but, like, the number's fine. And, like, if we even, like, tickle seven, like, I'm hitting the button right away on the Rams. Like, no way. No way, seven. Uh, my number in the game was, like, five. And I just would like to figure out a little more about why this is moving to something you texted me earlier. Like, is it just interest in Dallas? Great. Seven Rams. No problem. Or is it, like, Matthew Stafford aggravated his hip injury. He's limited this week. Well, then that's a pretty big problem. So which one is it? Um, could actually think the Rams are kind of live to win the game too, but wasn't going to bet it if the if the number was going to be five and a half six. Uh, but my hashtag number also five. So I was interested. So last night, 
it was six. And I'm like, okay, like I'll kind of like see what happens here. Do the show tomorrow. Let me think about it a little bit. I wake up this morning and I see five and a half. I'm like, oh man, that kind of like I maybe I missed my opportunity to take six. And now it's six and a half. And I think, and that's why I texted you. I'm like, hey, something up here. Like, did I miss something? What Is someone hurt? Right. <laughs> Matthew Stafford, <laughs> how's your hip feeling today? Uh, hour one done. Hour two for you coming up on the other side. P squared, B squared, the entire hour. We'll give you more to start on the Cowboys and the Rams. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.